welcome to the Boxer Now Podcast, BNP. I am your host, that dude named Dave, aka BJ, and to my left, but he's my right hand man. I say all the time, it's Jorge. What's going on, man? Hey, everything's going great. Hey, we're back again. Uh, if anybody watching are probably not on Twitch yet, so we're streaming live on Twitch now, people. So I just want to get that out there as we get the uh, proceedings going here. So live on Twitch boxing now on youtube click on like subscribe hit the bell notification uh we do stream live on youtube just not for this episode here also for spotify click on the follow button and for our affiliate spangless world on channel 250 on the zingo app uh in canada here so those are our affiliates here so we want to get this going here for this episode um the early episode we had uh we were talking about uh canelo alvarez Jorge, he had a big win. We're not going to go into it, but congratulations to, uh, to Canelo keeping it moving here as he goes on to his uh, next fight here. Mm-hmm. But we didn't have time because we actually went over in the last episode. It was so much going on there, but we didn't get a chance to talk about was the big news prior to the fight was Tiafimo Lopez. Um, we haven't seen him since he beat uh, Lemachenko, and since he has basically all the belts now, he's caught in political uh, limbo by having to take care of mandatories, like we were talking about the last fight here. So now he has a mandatory coming up, and I wanted to discuss this because him and Bob Aaron were going back and forth. Now, we can explain to our to the, to the fans, audience, whoever listening, and then we'll go into deep into it, understanding the mandatory and the purse bid process. But with him, he like I said, he won his fight, so he don't want to lose his belts. So, of course, when the mandatory comes up there, they can go through the negotiation process. Or if they cannot agree to terms, then it goes to a purse bid where any promoter can get involved and whatever whoever gets the highest bidder the winning uh the winning bid gets to put the fight on the champion gets 65 percent, and then the mandatory gets 35 percent. Mm-hmm. that's level setting everything right now bob arum didn't want to pay no more than two million total for the fight two million for both fighters tfimo lopez and i don't have the the mandatory written down right now it doesn't matter I don't, i'm not even gonna put him on here right now we'll talk about that when the fight gets closer exactly we're only worried about lopez because obviously if he was legit we've been talking about him right now yep so aram has been like no you have a contract with us um you're fighting a guy coming off a big win and he is somebody that is not going to drive the needle he is not going to help our espn ratings so this is why we have contracts for and i signed you to a lucrative deal so i'm offering you the minimum this is what happens when we have mandatories as we've seen back and forth, and we even had conversations because we see, I saw it, but I didn't understand the details. Of course, he was like, "No, he asked for five million. <laughs> when you're negotiating, I'm gonna I'm I'm kick it off to you real fast before we go in further this. But think about this, Jorge. If you're going for a job, and you say I uh, the job offers you a hundred thousand a year, and he's like, "No, my my salary is one sixty five. You're not in the same ballpark. You're even saying, are we even thinking the same job right now? Right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's asking for a lot more money than what uh the job entails, right? And his job is to fight this mandatory. So mm-hmm. in order to so when the job is at this moment, and, and, and that's what it is, right? So boxing is a sport, boxing is all for the boxer is a job, but every job is the is the fight that night, right? Who he's got to fight. Mm-hmm. And each of those fights, unfortunately, is on a sliding scale, right? Whether you're going up and going down, depending on who it is that you're fighting, right? The higher the higher the task, the bigger the task, the more money is required for the risk. Uh, the lower the task, a little bit less money for that. Even though it's in boxing, it's always a risk. You're always taking some risk. 
Um, but the expectation is if you're fighting a mandatory, um, and depending on the mandatory is, right? Some mandatories are higher profile than others. This one just doesn't happen to be that way. Yeah. Um, it's a lower bit, you know, it's a lower price for the job. Yeah. And Aaron, it, I, he either, he just had a birthday. He had turned 89 or 90 or 91. He's one, he's in that bracket. He's, he's uh, got to give it up to him for being a boxing promoter in this type of game that he's in and he's still sharp. 70, he's still sharp. seven, seven decades. And he's, he's at, he's still the same since I can remember. And he's been on his road before he knows mandatories. He know the price tag, whether it was with ESPN when he was ESPN years ago, whether it was um, USA fights, whether it was on uh, HBO, whether it was Showtime, you know, pay-per-view fights, he's done every single contract for boxing known to man. So if you're Aaron, like, come on, I, you're one of my number one guys. You're one of the hottest guys in the, in the sport. Five million, two million, no. So what happens in a situation like this? We go to a purse bid. So we have the purse bid word that we have top rank. Then Eddie Hearn shows up from the zone, and we'll talk about that. And then out of nowhere is Thriller. Now, people, Thriller is the group that put on the pay-per-view for the Mike Tyson, Roy Jones exhibition. and Knowing what they're trying to do, and I saw some tea leaves on Twitter and on social media, especially with Leonard Ellerby from, you know, he's uh, the top guy with Floyd Mayweather, been with him for a long time. And he was talking about other companies out there, and he was not, um, what's the better word I want to use? He was not meddling in Tiafima Lopez and Aaron's business. He was just saying, fighters, get your money. They, and so, and then when the Thriller deal happened, like I said, Top rank two million, put their bid in. They're blind bids. So you don't know they're in the envelope and they're sealed. So you put it in there. Everybody got to pay five thousand dollars for this. Just understand the process. Aram and put two million. Eddie Hearn pissing off Aram, put in three million. And then at that point, then um Thriller came with six million eighteen thousand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it really threw it off the bar. I apologize here that the the iPad is going off here like this with my with my pings here. So um. With that in mind, six million to two million, Tiafimo Lopez got the bag. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Hor. I'm sorry. That's six million eighteen thousand. That's an odd number, but it's because now that I'm looking at it again. But and, and who knows? Maybe the eighteen thousand is just like kind of a little like eh, it's a little extra just in case somebody bid the exact same number of six million. So that's interesting. Um, so I'll, I'll keep going here. Sorry about that. Like sure. we're recording this here and everybody wants to ask me questions here about this. I apologize. But yeah, so Thriller now uh, owns the fight now. Sure. Now, I just want everybody to know, just because Thriller bid and won, they do not own Tiafimo Lopez. They don't own his contract. It's a one-off thing. Top Rank has a deal for the next three years for Lopez. Yeah. It's just one of those things that whenever you have a mandatory situation that anybody could bid on a fight. So Thriller now is in the driver's seat and they're they did a good job with the Tyson fight. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it started off at 1.5. Then I heard reports of 1.6. And now months later, because pay-per-view numbers trickling slowly. We're looking at 1.9 million for that. They did their thing for promoting that. I know Tyson was behind it, but I had no idea that Tyson, along with a competent company, can drive 2 million pay-per-view buys. You know what I'm saying? That's a hell of a marketing team. To that is. And then not to even oversell it, right? Because they sold it for 49.95. Yep. 50 bucks. Now, most pay-per-views go from 75 to $100 nowadays. So Tiafimo's got the bag now. So, of course, Aram gets 800000 because that's the promoting company. It's not like he they split it 50-50. So Aram made 800000 just because. 
So he's cool on it. He's like, hey, <laughs> uh, we made 800000 a day. The thriller can go ahead and put the fight on. We got no issues with them. Yeah. You know, so I'm happy for TFMO Lopez. I was initially behind the scenes bashing them because of COVID. There's no fans in the stands. The marketing is lower. The money's lower. So and then you have less venues because you don't know, you know, if you're going to put a fight in this venue here. Some promoters like say, I don't want to do like we, we had a little nice little argument debate about Florida and Texas and fans in the stands, things of that nature. So you're mm -hmm. limited to that. So if you're going to go to a spot that doesn't have fans, then you're killing the gate. You're killing the concessions, the money, the alcohol that comes along with it. Then the city revenue that comes with people traveling there, hotels, food, restaurant, beverages, also comes the whole service is, is, Everything is, is, is jacked in boxing now because because of this so i was killing lopez at first i'm like what is he doing here he's not understanding the landscape but what we need to tell people is that you are what you negotiate yeah get what you're worth if someone's willing to pay more yeah i'm not against that whatsoever always said that as a i, I with that one i i tend to agree with lrb on that one if yeah. a fighter get get what you can i don't you know i what I've, what I've always said was i don't care about the business being put out there I'm not a fence fighter or anybody in this in any sport going after their money. Go get it. I don't care how you get it. Go get your money. Just you know, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm as a fan, and I put myself as a fan first before I try to understand everything else that goes behind it. I just come. I came to watch you. I'm here to pay to watch you perform, and that's what I want to see you as a performance. Mm -hmm. So now the next fight for Lopez is going to be on Thriller. Um, here's the early items that we've been hearing right now for it um it's going to be on pay-per-view of course thrillers that's their model it's going to be on pay-per-view mm -hmm. um initially there was thoughts on being on the the logan paul pay-per-view you know he has a pay-per-view coming up he's fighting an mma fighter mm -hmm. coming up and so i don't know that's going to happen now because that fight's going to be in april now it's we're in the first week of march right now i don't know if lopez has been training i don't know um of course he stays in shape i see him on you know social media but you know that's kind of a quick turnaround for two months so the biggest question is will it be on the possible now this is where all this is going on now will it be on the possible mike tyson Evander Holyfield three. Now it's not discussed. I mean, it's not announced. It's nothing official, but it kind of drives that point that the throw is going to pay six million dollars for a two million or three million dollar fight. Then you have to see that this is this extra cherry to help promote the next Tyson fight. Yeah, exactly. It's it's well in this case in both in each in each in each fight cards point of view they can actually helping each other right so in a way the vander holyfield tyson fight it sells on its own but could will, will it do more knowing that lopez is on the card as well yes because i mm -hmm. think you're going to get people who are know fully well that this is okay tyson holyfield overdue and if tyson didn't bite his ear right so, so he's a good place man now but let's put it this way it was we were we were robbed of that because of tyson's actions on the in the ring that night uh-huh so believe me i was already like you know when you saw the first fight come on you, you knew the second fight was going to be there and you're already like man this could be a good uh, third one's coming nope. yeah 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 we won that chance so nobody talked about it and that i've disappointed people in vegas i'm assuming were pissed like come on oh man. come on especially he was betting I mean, there was a lot, oh. lot, 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 lot of third fight people. A lot of people wanted the third fight. I don't think any gamblers had biting the ear for uh, uh, minus 200. 
You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, a negative a 350, 350 odds or something like that of a Biden the air past the sixth round. You know, I mean, exactly. I, don't, I don't think anybody had disqualification for the second half of the fight, you know? <laughs> exactly. Right. So, so, so right now, so we're getting basically a very, very, very late third part of this trilogy. And so you're going to get some people who are going to watch it just for the sake of watching it. Right. And, but, uh, but really what I'll end up paying for is I'm paying to watch Lopez in this fight with the mandatory. Now, I think because I'm getting Tyson Holyfield and it's the right, and if, and if the markup ends up being about 50 bucks, okay, it ends up being worth it with those two fights together. Lopez by itself or Holyfield Tyson by itself for 50 bucks, uh, probably over overpaying for I that th one. I think it's, it's with Thriller, um, you didn't watch it. It's going to be a loaded entertainment event for the forty nine ninety five. I think that's going to be their model. They're not trying to be like, you know, the boxing has, you know, that sure. try 74. They realized what they did and how much money they made. Um, once again, I see more musical acts coming on. Like Snoop Dogg is an investor now, so I could see Snoop Dogg performing as sure. well as being involved in there. Like some of his friends and colleagues, like you saw um, – uh, there was a there was a few other rappers. I think Tyga was on, on on the card. I don't know if we see him again, but like along that line of different rappers, entertainers, hip hop artists. Um, there was uh, I can't I, I'm I, I'm I hate I draw a blank when I could see the pictures of the people that was there. But I see a lot of uh, artists, entertainment acts that could be performing. I see a lot of interludes. Once again, Mario Lopez doing his thing. I can see other like special fights on there. Um, one thing about the Tyson pay-per-view from a few months ago, they actually had like uh, real boxers that were on the undercard sure. of Badu Jack. We seen him fight. Badu Jack. Badu Jack yeah. yeah, we watched him fight. We I actually seen him fight a couple of times. I actually watched him in Vegas for a uh, Mayweather undercard. He used to be signed with yeah. you know best friends of Mayweather. And of course, we watched him with the PBC card yep. that we talked about the last episode. So he was on there. He's fight at light heavyweight. So I see Thriller you know, take a few minor uh, guys who have names, you know, and then from there, uh, put that on, you know, from the undercard. And then Tyson and then Tiafima Lopez would be like the headliner, co-headliner, basically. Sure. Along with the acts. So if that's going to be their model for forty nine ninety five. Then some classic Snoop Dogg jokes. And in, in the middle of it, you got a Tyson exhibition that may go eight rounds, but. We know it's going to be a draw because they're not going to stop each other. You know, even at 50, going 60 years old, Holyfield got that cranium dome that you can't knock him. If you could knock him out, then you ain't knock him out now because he ain't got no brain cells. That's I ain't cracking no joke. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, Holyfield ain't got no brain cells. He's got the biggest forehead in the game. It's oh very hard God. to get through. I mean, and then on top of that, too, he's supposed to be, I hate to say it's sound malice like this, but remember when he had that that rare blood or kidney disease when he retired and he they said he could have died yeah. and he came back and still fought for like another 10 years? Yeah. I ain't saying that he, he did something animal. to use him, but... He's an animal and he may have a little bit of help, but if he didn't die years ago, I ain't worried about him fighting right now. Like we talked about earlier, let these old old timer fighters that's been fighting their blood and it's all they know. If they're fighting the guys in their same class, like he fought Tyson twice and he beat Tyson. Mm -hmm. I ain't worried about Holyfield. If you're worried about him, you know, then you pay his medical bills. Yeah. Well, the fight itself will generate enough revenue that medically they'll be okay afterwards. yeah yeah but i'm actually looking forward to it i think it's it knowing watching the first thriller event and not having any expectations and then seeing the event they put on and then now let's say that they if they do add tfimo lopez i don't know if it will be of course a co-main event because you're gonna put tyson there everybody's there for tyson mm -hmm. and Holyfield. even if holyfield was there now tyson he'll be the headliner right i would like that you're going to give me a legit Pfizer co-head, you know, the, the co-main event. And then you give me my novelty Tyson and you get, let me live my eighties and nineties, 
you know, stint to see how he's you know doing and stuff like that. I can't complain with that right now for 49 bucks. I think that is a good package. Uh, like I said, I was, uh, I didn't watch the last one and, uh, I still not going to go with what I said. I, I still don't regret it, but this one I would probably pay for because this one makes sense to me. I always said like, if you got five, if you're going to do this entertainment with two older fighters that are well past the prime and it'll pass the game, you know, but I don't even the game actively anymore, but I have no problem getting in the ring. Um, and they're two respected fighters that I grew up watching a lot or, you know, I mean, however this model goes on in the future, right? I don't know if you see, you know, like a Miguel Cotto, Oscar De La Hoya, for whatever reason, get in the ring, right? Just speculating some yeah, dumb, yeah, yeah, something yeah. dumb, right? But that's, yeah. but that's something you would pay for down the road, right? Trinidad and De La Hoya or something. Yeah. Get in the ring for like their rematch or something when they're like Not to 50s. cut you off, but in like 10 years and throw us in the game, would you pay to see that? I would just for the like, hell of it. Like De La Hoya, Trinidad, you know? Just for the hell Final, of it. The rematch that never happened after 99? Yeah, for the hell of it, I would. Okay. For the hell of it, I would. I bet for 50 I know you Because I know you had your opinions on this stuff, but I know, but long the evenly match, I would pay for it for 49 bucks. I pay for it just because I figure if, if, the, if Triller's going to basically put on this model where they decide to put that fight, right? If that's, that will be a cold main event. But if they put on another another part of the card right there, that's the main, other cold part of the main event, that it's actually something that I would want to watch, that's something active and live that would make sense for me to follow, I would do because I can see the music acts being different every single time, right? You're gonna get most likely some guy, you know, Snoop Dogg or somebody from this group probably doing uh doing a doing a show right there. Yeah, I could see any number of Hispanic acts coming out, music acts actually uh being performed that night. For that type of a fight, I'd watch it. I'd yeah. watch it. I mean, I you try to get. I mean, I mean, you you get Mark Anthony or something, for example. I mean, you're, 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 or you know, Jennifer Lopez. I mean, you're gonna get people watching. I, uh, I mean, I will watch. I would watch. Yeah, you know. So, I, so I mean, it would be entertaining and stuff. I'd say ten years from now. Hey, Thriller, if you're listening, that's a good idea. Keep yeah. that in mind, guys. And what I like too, what Thriller's doing uh, before we move on is the actual betting lines that they added on their pay per view. That is something that's huge. Like, if you want to draw more people to the sport. There's a lot of the degenerate. There's a lot of degenerate gamblers and people who may not be, who are early in their gambling stage games. You know, mm -hmm. maybe they got a little disposable money and they're watching this like, hey, why not? Let me put a few dollars on here. And they put they had the betting lines changing every few minutes. They was putting the odds, everything for every fight, every option. Round this round, what are the odds? I think what Thriller is doing that is perfect. Like part of this is novelty, part of this is legit fighting. But what's not novelty? Betting. Betting, betting, betting. And people want to get rich quick. And people who think that they know the odds and think that they can beat they can beat the gamblers. Yeah. That's huge. And then that's what Thrillers added to their pay-per-view when he saw the live uh coverage. So I thought that was dope too. I mean, me personally, like I think anything like that, like basketball, football, if you want to draw people to the sport and you really want to have a new audience or the older audience who may have fell off, throw some betting lines on there. That's like no different than when you go to like say the 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 OTB or if you go to like uh, the casino. Yeah, any casino, and in this or, case, or in, like since Vegas is gone, the sports book. Yep. If you go, if you were in our, like we go to Vegas and watch a fight, you go to the sports book and you would see the million TVs up there and you go whatever bets you lay and there you go. So you're bringing the sports book to the crib. Yeah, no, I, exactly. I mean, I would imagine if you're not in Vegas, right? And we're out here in the Midwest, up in Chicago. So basically, you go like Rivers Casino. Uh, out in the Chicago suburbs, or you go to like the Horseshoe in, in Hammond, Indiana, which is like 20 minutes away. Mm -hmm. Like you, you go in there. Hopefully, they have the fight already paid for, and they're already watching it at the bar right there. 
well, it's not that far off. It's a sports bet right there. So grab a drink, watch the fight. And if they're making predictions and stuff and putting some odds out there from round to round, you make a bet per round. Go yeah. ahead and have fun. Right. So uh, I will move. We're going we're gonna to come back to this because um, we got some months before the fight actually comes on for TFMO. I'm just happy for him because he now th- this is funny. This is his mandatory defense and this is going to be his biggest payday. He's making more money on this fight than he did with the uh, Lomachenko fight. Yeah. You know, so he got his bag. Uh, wanted to segue really fast because one of the issues that happened with this purse bid is just the more animosity and drama between Eddie Hearn and Bob Arum. <laughs> know what? For that, that needed a bell. <laughs> Bob Arum's hilarious. So I don't all you soprano, yeah. all you soprano fans, Bob Arum kind of reminds you. And you still get to about season three, season four of a Corrado Soprano. He's, he's starting to sound like him. And stuff oh, like that, man. Where he's just basically letting it out. Let, mm-hmm. it, let it come out on Twitter whenever he wants. And then every once in a while when he gets his head back and he's taking his meds and stuff, he'll say something, you know, he'll say something that makes sense in an interview. Mm-hmm. So basically what happened is that um, Eddie Hearn and Bob Arum have been working really hard to get this heavyweight fight together between Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua. Yep. Two separate promotion companies, covid trying to get as much money possible, knowing that there's going to be less money table for possibly the biggest heavyweight fight in history. So just putting that out there, knowing that promoters can be cordial. And even if they're cool, they don't really like, they're in competition with each other. They could be friends, but they will hate each other at mm-hmm. the same time, if that makes sense. They're, they're Like I said, boxing, every fight is a going out of business sale. Everything must go because they're getting as much money possible because every location is different. Every, you know, just the logistics, the people behind the scenes, everything. Everything must go, going out of business. Yep. But here's a fight here that Aaron has been public about, that this is only a $2 million fight. And Eddie Hearn being Eddie Hearn, trying to build a business for DAZN, went ahead and bid $3 million for the fight. And, of course, he lost out because Thriller got $6 million. But when you do these purse bids, you automatically get a non-refundable $5,000. That is let that's want people to know that you're for real. Mm-hmm. You know, so for this fight here, um, I forgot who was the sanctioning body who's uh, the, that's up right now on this one. But non-refundable you put that check in let you know cannot everybody can come in is like hell we can have our own promotional company bnp promotions and then try to put our bid in but we ain't got five g's we can't get into the room mm-hmm. so bob aram spoke of an unwritten rule like in a fight like this when you have 15 to 1 to 21 odds and you know that we've had issues in the past and we're trying to put together this heavyweight fight and we may want to do business in the future this is not one that you purse bid to take my fighter to your network for a one-off deal when you're not going to make no money off this fight. It's one thing if you're the zone three years ago when you're new in the game, like the drillers right now, but you're set now. I mean, you're still trying to get a market share, but is it really worth pissing me and my company off to, 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 to do this fight? Like it's, he said, it's the unwritten rule that when you have a, this much a gap in odds makers on a mandatory, just walk away. Holler at me on a different fight, and then we'll see the business game go there. But on this one here, what are you doing? Yeah, I think Eddie's idea really was. And if you watch the, the recent Canelo fight on the zone, you, you had a, a lot of Ryan Garcia. You know, I probably too much more, more Ryan Garcia than I really asked for. Yeah, he was on the telecast. They interviewed him a couple of times prior to after the fight as well. Exactly. It was, I mean, and, 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 you know, and the reason I say that is, that, you know, it was already enough Ryan Garcia leading up to this fight that I didn't need to see any more from there. But if you're Eddie Hearn and you got a fighter like Devin Haney uh, in your stable, right, and you need to basically try to find fights for your fighter, the only way sometimes you need to do that is – in this case, he broke an unwritten rule in an attempt to get a fighter 
uh, to maybe get on the telecast and essentially do one of those Mike Tyson podcasts where he basically has Ryan Garcia and Javante Davis on. In this case, he probably gets them on live, face-to-face, mm-hmm. talking crap to each other and basically try to generate public sentiment for a fight to happen with Lopez and Haney, uh, Lopez or Garcia, whatever the fa- case may be, right? Once you get them on the zone, those two fight, you know, those two possibilities would be on the table and you basically try to do, you basically bid, you bid $3 million, Hoping nobody else would get it. He and knew that Bob Aaron's going because Bob Aaron's been public about the two million. Exactly. So he said, "I just threw another million on there." And then Eddie Hearn's response is like, "Hey, he didn't he didn't say all the expletive things that Aaron said. You know, Aaron don't care. He'll curse you out, and then he he'll call you a mother effer. It doesn't matter, right?" And Eddie Hearn's like, "Hey." Bob Aram's grandfather into the game. He's like 90 years old. I'm not going to argue with him. I just want to let him know that it's a new day. So Eddie Hearn, I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but the, you can find the, the quotes basically. But basically Eddie Hearn saying, I don't care about the unwritten rules in boxing. It is what it is, right? If I see a fight and that I got the money, and I'm going to bid on it. I'm going to bid on it. I don't care about that stuff. I don't. Yeah. And so basically saying, I don't care about relationships. If I, It's about business. And if I feel that this is going to help my business, I don't care if it's short term or long term. I'm doing it, even if it cost me five G's. I, I think it's a combination of it's 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 you know he's, it's a business move that he made, but it was at the same time he's got a fighter in his ear who's like, hey, you got to put me in the ring with somebody, and none of these guys want to fight right now. And I'm talking about Devin Haney; he needs to basically fight somebody that's of let the me, name. Yeah, let me add this real point here, and we'll 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 we'll, we'll uh, top off with Devin Haney. Let me ask this question: Do you think possibly that knowing the last few months that Lopez has been pissed off about not getting the money he was asking for? Now he knew he probably wasn't gonna get five million that Aaron was two, but not even the bump up. Aaron just held firm. I'm not giving extra, right? And then Eddie Hearn seen this from afar. Do you think maybe Eddie Hearn's like, hey, uh, Tia Fimo, I know you're in a contract for three years, but uh, put this bid in, and in about three years, come holler at me. Uh, probably. I mean. It- Boxing, boxing boxes cutthroat. But, so but, I'm just but, throwing it out there no, like no, that. No, no, boxing promoters are cutthroat and stuff. Aram's of the old school promoters slash hell general managers of all, any, any of the sport, right? When you sign a contract, honor your contract, aka Scotty Pippen. You sign the contract, don't complain about your money the next week later. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, that's a well known fact. Scotty Pippen did that I think twice. Get two two contracts signed from uh, Jerry Krause, and he bitched about every one of them afterwards. And in this case, no, once once you in this case, what Aram is saying is look, you signed a contract with me, then you saw Devin Haney get some get overpaid, and now you're getting you're feeling a little, you know, you're feeling a certain way or whatever, right? You're seeing you're seeing certain guys like Ryan Garcia get uh you know promotional deals with like Gatorade and stuff. Are you seeing some of these guys get their money well ahead of what they've done in their career as opposed to what you're doing in your career and mm-hmm. stuff? So you're feeling a little jaded right now. I get it at this point. Honor your contract. The money's gonna come to you. You're a, you're a young fighter. You're up and coming. Believe me, you're the, you're the you're the main man right now. No one's disagreeing with you. You're the main man in those weight classes. You'll get your money. Don't worry about it. On that note, let's uh, let's finish up on um since they're all in one thirty five division here uh, on the telecast from the zone. We get chance to talk on the Canelo show last episode, but like I said we mentioned there was a lot of Ryan Garcia talk on there. Mm-hmm. He was on there. He talked prior. Then he talked post fight with Canelo. And Eddie Hearn was talking with Ryan Garcia. They were going back and forth because Eddie Hearn, of course, has Devin Haney on the zone and said, hey, you should fight him. Uh, Ryan Garcia is like, no, he ain't fought nobody. I mean, at least I fought Luke Campbell. I mean, he's holding on. I mean, he's holding on to Luke Campbell. I mean, it's a top 10 guy in the division. So it's one guy better than Devin Haney, even though, you know, but it's, you know, 
You know what I'm trying to say, right? They all use the same damn excuse. I know, I, mean, I know, I know. Every single one of these guys. I know. And and Ryan Garcia, you're young, dude. What the hell are you doing? So man? I mean, he at least proved that he'd be the top ten guy, right? Yeah. So then, the problem though is that he went after Manny Pacquiao, and he's got egg in his face now. So he's bun. Uh, he said it in articles, and then I said it publicly on the zone that. Hey, it's not me, it's Manny. I got mad love for Manny, mad respect for him. Looked like his team was pulling him in another direction, but Manny told me that we had the fight. So he's he's holding on to that, saying that, hey, I wouldn't have gone on this route if Manny didn't tell me that we had the fight. But here's the thing, though. This Ryan being young because we know Manny's done this many times before. Now, whether it was Bob Aram's assistance or whether it be Manny and his homeboy, Boo Boy, or, you know, Rich or uh, Michael Kantz, whatever's involved, there's been situations like this for the last 15 years of fights in Manny Pacquiao. Stuff like this has happened. So unless you have a written contract, Ryan, you know, don't go ahead and put a meme on Instagram that you got to fight because Manny, you know, says he's his boss and he's never been his really own boss. He will say things and then either he'll backtrack on it or people People who work with him will backtrack on it. Ryan Garcia is like a, a like a like a like a how can I say this? Like that no name boy senior year chasing a fucking prom date. <laughs> I mean, he's just 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 horny as hell, just running around. Wanna go to prom? Wanna go to prom? Wanna go to prom? And I'm like, and nobody and you've been rejected every single time. So just at this point, you know, like like I've said much understanding about Ryan Garcia. Humble yeah. your, you, just fight who you need to fight, and you're and you'll get their main fights. They're gonna happen. Don't worry about anything else, other than your own improvement in the boxing ring and stuff. Because you got some work to do, buddy. I don't care so what you say. I'll just level set this here. So basically, uh, there was some Q and A before the 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 fight, and Eddie Hearn and Garcia were talking, and they both came to agreement. Garcia says that even though he doesn't have the Manny fight, that he has someone lined up. But we all know that if it's not Tank Davis or it's not Tiafima Lopez, that it's gonna be a letdown. It, it was already a letdown, anyways, because look, you went, you went, you went on a Tyson podcast with John Durante Davis on Facetime, right? So you're already talking your world there. Then the stuff with Manny, you've got nothing, you, you had nothing signed before the after the conversation with Javante uh, Davis. You had the same thing with with Manny Pacquiao. Stop it! It's not publicly chasing fighters for fights. That's what your promoters are there for. So behind the scenes. Let them do what they're paid to do because you doing it yourself makes you look foolish. Mm -hmm. It makes you look desperate. It makes you look like the horny boy looking <laughs> for that girl on prom. You need to just quit it, right? So, you, you, do, you do you with your trainer. Let your promoters do what they have to do. That's what they're paid to do. Come so on. knowing that, basically, Eddie Herm, they both came to agreement that, okay, if you whoever you're going to fight next, if you don't get this guy, you should fight Devin Haney. And then he was like, yeah, I should fight Devin Haney. So let's fast forward to past this weekend. Sure. Devin Haney's on Twitter. You know, he's on social talking about how, you know, Canal's his favorite fighter now. Showing respect. I can I like that when other fighters showing love to other guys. But then, you know, there was a lot of back and forth going on. He went to, you know, Tiafima Lopez saying, Lopez said the same thing. You got to fight someone, Devin. And then Lemachenko, fast forward, of course, he got involved. He And let me just state this, people, that Lemachenko is not someone on social media all the time, so he should stay away. If I want everybody to go and follow the timelines, do your homework and research so you can see the paraphrasing I'm giving here. But Lomachenko basically said the same thing, too, to Devin Haney. He's like, yo, you need to fight somebody. Get in line. Stop waiting and stuff like this, right? So Haney owned Lemachenko at this point. He was like, um, I was the mandatory to you. But when you became the franchise champion, you wouldn't fight me. So what am I supposed to do? I'm the mandatory fight me. You don't got a belt now. So fight me now. Mm -hmm. And so there's a little back and forth. But Lomachenko never committed to saying, I'll fight you. Nothing like that. So 
Haney went a little back and forth with uh, no uh, Lopez and Lomachenko, and then now you're seeing the peep, the major writers picking this up now that maybe Haney and Lomachenko should happen now. I don't know if they're thinking that Lomachenko is going to get a touch-up fight since he lost, but they both need dance partners, and Haney's doing the best he can. He's got Eddie Hearn talking for him, mm-hmm. so I would like to see him fight Ryan, Ryan Garcia, right? At the same time, though, what can you do when you were the mandatory and the mandatory you know, got the new WBC franchise champion, and he was able to avoid that, then was the franchise champion, and even Tiafimo Lopez as we, we talked about this, how he was going ham, talking about you got, I got the certificates for two belts and you got this belt here. So what is Haney supposed to do? Like, technically, I am the mandatory. What am I supposed to do? So what he's doing here, I'm getting my Twitter high horse. I'm just going to yell it out because you know what, though? What can I do? We, we talked about this yeah. in pre-meeting and stuff about what I feel about what Haney's to do, right? So right now, Haney's taking, like, one of three options that we've talked about, right? One of the first options. The first option he's taking right now, he's, he's, he's sitting on that mandatory and he's doing, he's making the best case he, he can with the help of Eddie Hearn to get a fight with somebody of name and uh, and, uh, and hopefully the title shot with with Lopez, which I don't think is happening right away. But I would say do what you have to do to get into a fight with Lomachenko or Ryan Garcia, right? If, that, if, if that's what they're saying is you need to fight a name. In this case, Lomachenko doesn't need to fight, need a tune-up. He, he fought Lopez and he, to Haney's point, he fought a late fight game plan in the middle of the fight, though. Mm-hmm. Read the Twitter timeline. Uh, it was an interesting comment that made me laugh a bit and chuckled. So, uh, but it wasn't wrong what Haney said, though. Yeah. So, so, but with that said, the other option that we talked about in our pre-meeting that Haney, I think, should be doing is kind of what you mentioned about what Triple G did before he got into those. Oh things. yeah, when we the, talked about that. Let me just add this here. We're gonna have to close out shop here. I said. Here's my option. You had a couple options. I had one more option, but a second option. My sure. my option was he can't get Tank Davis right now. He is fighting for Garcia and Eddie Hearn's backing up, but you see how he's waffling. And he's not getting Lopez right now. So I say you got to go the Triple G route when you couldn't get Sergio Martinez. You couldn't get Cotto. You couldn't get Canel a couple years. You know what happened? You just fought everybody else at 135. You fought everybody at 160. It didn't matter. If you had an interim belt or if you was ranked number four, number five, number eight, who was the highest ranked guy that was available in just fight? All this, you, the deck. yeah. You already been overpaid, so Eddie Hearn might overpay a few extra hundred thousand to get somebody in there for you. You you're already overpaid, so I hate to count other people's money, but if it's been done, it's already been done. Mm-hmm. Then just fight guys four, five, six, seven. Maybe number eleven's available. You got to be active, and then finally they can't avoid you. Then otherwise you move to one forty, but they can't avoid you if you fight everybody, because then eventually there's no one left. And then what's the champion going to do? Going to fight your leftovers? You the champion looks bad, whether it's Lopez or Tank or whatever, or if Tank, no, of course, if you tank, you go up to another division. But if you're Lopez, you got all these belts, you eventually can't avoid him. Yep. In yeah. your in your thought. And then the third option, real quick here, was start doing maybe like to your point, do a, little, a couple more fights at 135 to basically just kind of stay active, but start charting your own path. Get to 140. Get in fact, get to 140 before the other fighters do. And get your belts yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Have a couple belts already. Hopefully, a belt or two in your in your grasp before a Tiafimo decides to move up to 140. Before a Javante Davis ever gets to 140, or Ryan Garcia gets to 140, and by that point, you'll have owned the leverage at that point, and now the control is in your hand to basically dictate the terms of the fight that you want. Because right now, in this crowded three divisions that you're that you're in. You kind of you don't really have a path to to go through because right now you got a couple guys repeating the same mantra over and over. You got Lomachenko who's not even a title holder repeating the same mantra. So basically, the the playbook publicly 
to hit you is out there. Mm-hmm. I would say chart your own path. Maybe do another fight or two at 135 just to get active again. But start charting what that 140 would look like for you, right? See what Ward 40 is. See if your power carries through and stuff. Try to build some strength through 140 and start working up your way through the ranks of 140 and get yourself a title uh, a title or two. And that is that way when the when they come, they're waiting for you instead of you waiting for them. And that I think that's what you should be doing. Okay, so on that note, we're going to close off shop here. This is going to be a shorter uh, episode. We just wanted to touch on Tiafima Lopez on his fight and uh, the hold up because it's, it's going to be several months for the next fight here. But it's good that he's getting his bag. I'm happy he's going to have this mandatory out the way. And then once it's out the way, he should have another big fight, hopefully by the end of the year. Uh, we'll see with Ryan Garcia who he fights next. You know, so uh, hopefully he fights on legit. Also for Devin Haney, I hope he gets a fight. Somebody too. I hope he those two work it out. So we'll see it happens. It's early March right now. So hopefully in the next few weeks we should see some announcements because Devin Haney hasn't. You know, there's there needs to be things that needs to be announced soon. So we'll see. Yeah. So on that note, we're gonna close up shop here. Uh man, for our Twitch audience, as we're starting out here, we know we're new here, and you probably don't know us, but I'm gonna try to get out there. So check us out live. We're gonna be streaming every episode live on Twitch. Also for YouTube, click like, subscribe, hit the bell notification. If you was watching, you saw that ticker down below. I was making sure you guys saw that there. Uh, so you get the episodes here. And also, too, we will be streaming live the first of the week on YouTube. So what we're, we drop normally two episodes a week. We're going to try to do the first one live, and we'll see what happens as time goes on. Also for Spotify, click on follow so that you can get that an audio version. For our affiliates on Spanglish Sports World, channel 250 on the Zingle app in Canada. And also, people want to check me out on the other show, Jump Off Live. Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Central Time on YouTube, Jump Off Live. We also stream that just let you know that we do stream on every platform. So even though we're on YouTube, it's also on Twitch. It's also on Facebook. It's also on Instagram. And it's also on Twitter. We're everywhere, baby. So, Jorge, what you got? Sure. Live underscore dominoes on uh, Twitch TV. Uh, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Wednesdays, we take our show on the road. We'll be at PL Lounge in Chicago, 3456 North Pulaski Avenue. So if you happen to be in the Chicago area, do stop on by and see us there at 8 p.m. And then on Thursdays and Saturdays at La Taberna. And uh, and that's all I have. I might have to check out the, the one to live joints coming up pretty soon here since the weather's breaking. I'll bring my mask out, you know? Yep, yep. Uh, we're definitely mm-hmm. mask heavy on the shows right there. So uh, we're definitely taking the COVID restrictions uh, seriously there. But uh, they do serve over their food and uh, actually pretty good snacks over there to eat, not, you know, besides wings and pizza, but mm-hmm. stuff of the Hispanic variety. So if you like your carne frita and tostones, they're right there and some empanadas. So on that note, we're going to close out shop here for the Boxing Now Podcast BMP, our second episode this week. We'll be back in a few days for our next episode. But until then, I got Jorge. I'm that dude named Dave. And we're out of here. Take care. Take care, folks. Take care, folks.